boys are back in town, the boys are back in town. So the boys are back in town, the boys are back in town. Hello, we're here live back at IUPUI, Old Stomping Grounds, episode 13, I believe. We got to my right, uh, the co-host, Colin McCord, a.k.a. the Siberian Husky. It's a big guy. It's a big Husky. I'm Jan Mantis, the host of That Boy Bent. We are happy to have a guest for episode 13. Uh, She is a musician out of, right now, Nashville, Tennessee. We have Rachel Horder. Rachel, hello. Hello. How are you guys doing? Good. It's, it's, so according to the website, it's, it's just like country, it's country accurate, or is it like country, like I saw R&D yeah. and soul? Yeah, I'm actually, well, for the longest time I did country um, when I was starting um, being an artist, but I'm more moving into like the R&B soul pop stuff. Um, yeah. That's just like more like what I'm writing now, and it's just coming more naturally to me now as I'm getting older, so it's kind of going with that feel. I listened to your song Fire. That's like almost like if I marshmallow combined with you. It's so That's dope. I know. So I was didn't yeah. know that it was like it had a marshmallow vibe. He like texted me. He's like, dude, her song Fire is fire. fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people say that. It's just like that's how you wrote it. No. But uh <laughs> yeah, thank you. I I actually um have a, a regular version of that song and I always envisioned it being remixed for some reason. I just always did. So I reached out to my friend Brooke and he's been one of my first friends ever since I've lived here and he does EDM uh, production and he nailed it. I loved it. Oh, so there's an original version of Fire? Yeah, it's more of like a, it's more of the country version. Okay. um, So, yeah. That one, like, that one, you have like over a million streams, right? Yes, we released that through NCS, which is a UK label. And they're, you know, UK's, uh, I mean, EDM is real big over there. So what they do, uh, instead of signing artists a lot, they'll sign songs. So that's kind of kind of how that worked. They have a really great performance. <laughs> bye bye, Mike. RIP again. Yeah, it's okay. Fun. They're cheap. Every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, Rachel. What were you saying? Oh, it's fine. Uh, but no, we it have a really great following, and uh, we are super super excited to have them a part of that and releasing it on their platform you know that helps streaming and all that absolutely when people say that they like signed to a label like how much like what do they they just do more promotion like is that how like why it's such a big deal or like what's the the difference yeah you know it's a little different today they either give you money up front or it'll be a you know a payout sort of situation but one of the coolest things about having a label too is that they already have a whole team that can be established for you for you know marketing and all the things and all the connections that they have the assistance in streaming assistance in um, producers get you in writers rooms with really great writers that they think you'll vibe with um, publishing deals help with that as well and also you know the financial backing um, obviously is uh, a huge plus for sure. having a deal and everything you know because recording and everything marketing that can get pricey when you're doing it independently uh, so Austin here is a good uh, good buddies with are you familiar or heard of Jack Harlow? Yes. He said, what was it? That, so like the song, What's Poppin'? His song that blew up. He mm-hmm. said that that wasn't, that's not his favorite song, right? Like he didn't, he doesn't like it. Or what's the... No, he, I mean, 
it's like one of those like, i think a lot of artists too like the most like popular viral songs like the most hated ones is like, just it's just so like just so it's fire that way for you actually i i love fire my other one that was big on my ep was how lucky that was my single and it got on a, a spotify editorial playlist so that did really well i love that song but i did you know the music video for it uh with my friend peter peterson did you say peter peterson peter peterson yes that's an amazing name at least it's not like peter peters <laughs> Well, I think his like business name, he goes, he has his middle name in there too. So Peter Carey Peterson. Oh, uh, so, okay. There you go. Oh, hey, you know. Peter Peterson. Uh, Shout out Peter Peterson. You know, I love that song and I'm very proud of it. But after hearing it 10,000 times when you do a music video, <laughs> I, I probably heard it like close to like 70 times and like in those, you know, action frames and everything. But yeah. I, love it. I never thought about when artists shoot music videos. They're, they're shooting a video for like, I don't know, it should be four hours, it should be eight hours, and they're just constantly playing the same song over and over and over. It's like, good God, that'd be so wearing. Luckily for Peter and I, we did, it was just us two, and we spaced it out. We would have like a day where we would shoot for a few hours, and then a couple more weeks, we'd try another setting. A couple more weeks, we'd try something else. I was never an all-in-one-day sort of thing, and... So that was really nice. I really enjoyed that process. So doing a little research on you, I kind of found like some of your inspirations, but I'm curious to hear. I love music. He loves music. What do you listen to right now? Like, what do you enjoy? I listen to everything. I just love everything. Sure. And I'll dive back into albums I haven't heard in a while, like, you know, Hysteria. And then I'll listen to like a brand new R&B album by Victoria Monet that came out or something. You know, the countryside, I love Morgan Wallen. And oh, yes. Man. I was hoping you would say that. I've been- Oh, I love him. That Dangerous Double album, so- ridiculously much it's not even funny and you probably listen i don't know maybe you do maybe you don't but you like maybe listen through like a different lens because you understand like what goes into it the writing all that good stuff right i'm just listening because the dude's talking about like very, like things that like relate right so like fishing and drinking beer you know all that good stuff like that's as you know with your indiana background that's like feels like indiana so oh yeah very relatable it's just i love yeah, his music is phenomenal but sorry to interrupt awesome. i got it I think he has um, great dynamics in his voice and great to listen to. And Have you ever met him? No. I've seen him out and about, though. Since you perform at Old Red, which is where, I guess I should say it again because we're on the podcast now. I, I saw Rachel perform live at Old Red. Phenomenal. Uh, really, really great performance. And have you ever met Blake Shelton by chance? No. I get that asked all the time, too. They're like, Seriously? Does he ever stop by, him. have a burger or anything? He does sometimes, yeah. Um, but I know I was so upset because... Uh, Pink was in town one time performing at Bridgestone Ooh. Arena and she came into Old Red and ate and she was there like an hour before I went and played and I was oh, like just I, missed her. Oh. I would have died I love her so it's really cool you never know who's going to come in where absolutely as I mentioned you came from you said you lived in Fort Wayne like just kind of like your story of growing up and mm -hmm. where you've been and yeah you know, um, you so I was born in Pennsylvania that's where I have all my like a lot of my family on my mom and dad's side. My dad's from the Pittsburgh area. My mom's um, closer from the Philly area. Was born there. We moved around a lot because um, of dad's job. I'm really thankful for that because I don't think if we did that as I was growing up, I would not have moved here at such a young age to Nashville. So I went to preschool in Johnson City, Tennessee. And then we went back to PA for a year. I grew up in Henderson, Kentucky. So I was there eight years. And then after eighth grade, we moved to Fort Wayne, Indiana. And then I started high school there, graduated 2013. I was 18, was going to go to Purdue University. 
didn't know what for, wasn't interested in college, and then uh, decided to <laughs> put it off and come to Nashville at a very young age and didn't really have friends. So, <laughs> Do you have friends now? Yes, I have yeah, lots cool. of wonderful, amazing friends now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Probably all right now, yeah. When uh, Purdue wasn't right for you, that's a bar right there. When Purdue wasn't right for you, I, I used to be a rapper. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Drop the mic, wait. We started getting uh, early into your music. What was like, your first um, big outbreak song or like person you met that helped you to start getting your name on the map? When I first moved, I did not write. I didn't really write growing up either. I just grew up in singing in church or talent shows or in show choir in high school. And so I was used to singing cover songs all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I moved to town, I actually met a songwriter through my voice coach who was here. And I was actually Skyping her my senior year of high school from back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was one of the ones who encouraged me to move. So um, she had a master class. I think like April of my senior year and I traveled down with my parents and she was like, I have this, I was going to sing it at any way. And she had, she's like, I have this songwriter. She won one of my contests and, but she wants someone else to sing her song at the showcase. Um, so she hooked us up and it was great. I really mesh well with her songs and just her style of songwriting and worked with her and a manager for a few years. And that was great. I grew so much. I was, you know, so young, didn't know anything about the industry or the business and, Um, just getting better vocally and playing here and there. And then uh, around 21, uh, I think I was 21, I uh, decided to do the rest independently. So I've been self-managed independent ever since that. Independent life, honestly, it's it's the best route, but it's the most challenging route for sure. Yes, agreed. It's, um, I like having the freedom to do whatever I want. And I love, I love the business side of it. Like I, you know, I do some of it now, but obviously COVID has stopped a lot of things, but I enjoyed, you know, spending hours a day on my computer, like figuring out stuff and booking shows and, you know, keeping in contact with people. And I just, I, I love it. I really Mm -hmm. do. So it's, it's not to the, you know, when it gets to the point where I'm so stressed that my hair is falling out, like I need help, (laughs) I'm going to bring somebody in. But for now, I just like, I enjoy the stress because it motivates me and I love my job aside from the performing. It's just the behind the scenes stuff I, I also love to do and like to be involved in. That's awesome. I feel like a lot of people probably wouldn't be able to be, wouldn't be able to say that. So that's really cool. No, thank you. They seem to have a lot of confidence. That's, that's one thing that if you're going to be independent, you have to have that and you sure got it. Living in this town helps too, because I've been here a long time and you see people's dreams come true. Like it's, and it's, it's a real thing. It can happen in this town. And there are wonderful people in this industry here in this town who, if they believe in you, they will help you out and do anything they can to um, get you to the next level, whether if that's, you know, getting you a meeting with someone or a write with someone big or whatever. It's everyone just wants the best for everyone in this, in Nashville. And that's one of my favorite parts about it. So that's why it's one of the reasons I'm so confident. I just, you know, it's, it's a great, um, atmosphere and energy to be around to to work so nash vegas I, i've been to honky tonk i've been to whatever bar Did you across. cowboy boots no i didn't you should have i didn't <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was wearing the most indiana outfit some like like retro sweatshirt and jeans i love that i love yeah. it yeah and some, and some Nike shoes yeah <laughs> some jordans <laughs> oh, of course yes uh, you know yeah. what I- have to wear the cowboy hat and cowboy boots in nashville anymore like people dress up like they're clubbing it's the best yeah interesting the uh the cowboy thing's not really 
not really for me. I, I feel like you should wear the cowboy hats and cowboy boots if like you're a cowboy, you know, I'm not really a cowboy. So I'm kind of like just faking it. And I'm like, I just feel weird. I'm like, no, I haven't, I haven't earned the right. Like I can't, I can't even probably ride a horse. So I'm good. I can't even ride a bike. So. <laughs> hey, to each their own. It's just like you come to Nashville and you just be yourself and party. Exactly. Exactly. It's, like, it's the best part about it. So the quality of the performers like oh, you come to uh, some bar here and some bows oh, like yeah you're yeah. just like where's the tomatoes like this guy's garbage i mean like Man. who let this guy in you know i mean you go down to nashville and you're like oh my gosh like this person is on the rise like they're not even you know the to that like next level and they're amazing so you're just it's yeah. really a really cool place excuse my french but it's a fucking show every time yes no i love that you said that yeah Especially, you know, those of us who play downtown, like that's our job. We want yeah. you guys to come in and enjoy yourselves on your vacation and like, you know, and we have a blast doing it. So it's just like a win-win and it's, it's so fun. But yeah, that's, that's the thing like about, about it here. Just so many musicians and artists and everyone's amazing. So it's, Absolutely. Yeah. it's, it's really inspiring to be around that. That's an interesting question too. So with singing, it's either people say that any, anyone can sing or it's like an actual talent that you're just born with. How, would you say that, uh, what, what do you think? Hell no. I haven't heard myself in the shower, but I can imagine like, it's See, probably horrible. I sound so good in the shower, but after that, yeah. when I start drying, I'm like, damn, I'm not made for this. <laughs> so acoustics. They make everything. It has to be. Good, Plus I have the fan on too, so that probably doesn't help either, but. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's different for everybody. I think some people can be taught that and some people just comes more quickly than others. Yeah. I feel like it's like anything, like it's like, like anything where people are talented, like take like some, like, like a sport, like people, some people need more fine tuning. Like they may have the skills deep down, but they need like fine tuning. Some people are just like naturally gifted. Then you have some people like me and you who should just stay away. Exactly. That's why we're here to listen and support, but if you want to, if you want to hear like a really great example of like Rachel's like pitches, like her levels, if you listen to uh, Sooner Than Later, that's probably my favorite one right now. But oh. that is like a great example of how she like, has like this can go from like low to high easily. Like, you know, kind of like a, a roller coaster almost. Oh, I was just saying Sooner or Later is written by that songwriter who I got connected with through my voice. Oh, it's a great song. Nice. It is. It's awesome. I wish yeah, yeah. it was. It's awesome. <laughs> Fun to so, sing. So with most of your songs, are, are some of them about God? I, I know Taylor spoke about like millions of dollars from like about boys cheating on her or whatever. Are some of your songs about boys that were never developed to be a man like us or me at least? Some of them, yeah. There are a couple like Fire and How Lucky actually aren't about anyone, but there are a couple other ones on there that are about boys specifically. <laughs> so one of our segments that we do with our country guests. Uh, that's called a Hainman. What are you thinking about the first name of a boy's name that broke your heart? And you know, like, Hainman, we're like, we guess the letters, and if we don't get it, you're like, I don't know. Yeah, this W. I think, no. Do you want to do well, it? It's an easy one to guess, though, because the name's short. And he's in Indiana, so I don't want him to know it. Wait, short Indiana? We got to know this. You short think he's listening to us? <laughs> I would be excited if he's listening. Is it, is it Bob? No. Damn, that'd be cool. We'll do two more guesses. Is it how many letters? Three. Joe. No. Yeah, that was a good guess. So that Joe, was a great guess. Three letters, Indiana. Can you give us the first letter? Yeah. Joe. Joe is solid, man. Joe, Shit. John. Wait, wait, no, that's four. That doesn't count. That doesn't no, count. Doesn't count. That, was that was his third guess. Fuck. John solid? What were you going to guess? <laughs> who, 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 no, there's a, what were you going to guess? I was going to say J, J A Y. 
Well, we tried. <laughs> that was Joe would have been the money one. Now I would have put my money on Joe. That Boy Bent is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped who have the best tools for your family jewels. Now, fellas, as we know, Valentine's Day is coming up, and we got to make sure your basement is ready to go for that special night. Whether it's a guy, it's a girl, it's your right hand, hell, it's your left hand. None of those want to see your bush. They want the nice presidential lawn. And thankfully, to our friends at Manscaped, they have the perfect product for you, and that's the Perfect Package 3.0. This package includes a lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, ball deodorant, ball toner, a little travel case for all your products, a pair of underwear, everything you need to be clean for Valentine's Day. And if you want to take it to the next level, you can now purchase the Manscaped's new refined cologne. This is a perfect complement to the collection. You can find all this at manscaped.com and use my promo code BENT for 20% off plus free shipping. That is 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the code BENT. Happy Valentine's Day from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you that night. Or morning. Shit. I always say that like record deals, this is like so stupid and cheesy, but I'm like finding the right record deal for you is like finding the right guy for you or the right girl for you. Like you have to check all your boxes and have to live up to your standards. And if they don't, then they're not, they're not it. So. Well, it's funny you say that because one of our segments on our show, we have, it's called a mating with Mantis. So we're going to start getting to that now, boys and girls, every do every episode. uh, I am a, I mean, I'm pretty handsome guy. This is going to be the best advice you get all. Absolutely. You know, my whole life, I've, I've, you know, I've gotten some money, I've gotten some fame, and all that. But I've always struggled with, you know, women, relationship, all of the above, including that. So we always ask our guests on the show uh, if you have any advice for me on how to, um, I don't know, it's like maybe get a girlfriend or just like how to be more attractive to women. Like, what do, what's one advice you give me when it comes to women? Most attractive thing ever is confidence in a guy, hmm. 100%, and making moves. Um, a lot of guys are, and also just like being genuine and communicative. Um, it's a big you know, one. Yeah. Commu- you say what? <laughs> like, just like, uh, just communicate really well. Okay. It's okay, Rachel. Use it correctly. It's just a big for my buddy. <laughs> it's a big word. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't stumble on that word. Talk like, well. That's another thing too. <laughs> but I can already tell that you're very confident and you're funny and that's gonna be that's like a huge one up because honestly most men are not like confident you just radiate a bunch of light and i don't think a lot of men are like that so you already have a major one up there i think there's a lot of good men out there but the guys you refer to they're all boys and it takes a while to develop to be a man you know what i'm saying sometimes yes how much of that light is radiating off of his construction sweatshirt what this thing? It is just like a, a beam of orange halo around. <laughs> it's actually, it says Naptown, Indiana. Oh, nice. Naptown. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Right. Sure got darker Indiana. letters. This is great. What do you miss about Indiana? Ooh, My good family. question. Oh, that's Are they still in Fort Wayne? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. I yeah, I have uh, two sisters at Purdue, and then my other sister uh, works in Wabash. Oh. Nice. That's really cool. The family's everywhere in India. I know. Yeah, they're all over the place. So. You were talking about like doing covers and stuff. Uh, we saw your Beyonce video. Whew. Four, oh, yeah. Four point, what was it, nine? 4.9 million. 4.9 million. Can we uh, move it up to five? Fans, you hear it now. Love on top. Get the five million. Five million. Get me there. I just had you at work. I told them about you. I told them I was coming to do a podcast with you. And they were, uh, they were playing your music in the office. So we're spreading it. I love that. Thank you. 
Absolutely. Yeah, We're getting it going. I saw Shania Twain inspiration. Is that right? Oh, yeah. She's the reason I started singing. Because I yeah. listened to her ever since I was like three or four. So. I thought you kind of sound like a little bit like her maybe, but maybe that's just me. I mean, I've, I'm not a big music expert. I wouldn't put too much stock into that, but I thought you sound pretty good. You see that, which, and we appreciate you hearing that. That's awesome. I love that. I'm not the biggest country fan. I grew up a little bit on like Brad Paisley and I guess Tim McGraw, but I was like, let's do a little bit of it. I'm a big rap fan. So non-rap fans will say, oh, I think every rapper sounds the same. And I'll say, oh, I think every country singer sounds the same. And it's blah, 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 trying back and forth. How do country singers different differentiate from each other? A lot of it is style, right? So you have Morgan Wallen, who is very country, very twangy. Maren Morris, and I think she embodies like the country R&B thing super well, you know, and then you have Casey Musgraves, who is, you know, the, the more retro country deal. So that's why it's like, that's one of the parts that's so fun about doing that is that you can reach different uh, styles and how you want to twist, you know, put a twist on the country music thing. If you want to talk about like kind of obviously like what you're doing and kind of your plans and just where you're headed and et cetera, et cetera. Share some fun stuff with us. Yeah, definitely. I am in the process of, I'm still writing, but most of my songs I feel like are done for my next EP that I would like to release. I'm going to do it in singles this time. Uh, hopefully start early summer on that. So really excited to just be getting some new music out there. It's a long time coming just because I've been waiting with the COVID stuff, because I wanted to be able to have like a release show and everything. And I wasn't sure if venues were allowing that yet. So fingers crossed, I think by summer we should be okay. But if not, I'm putting it out anyway, because I miss having new music and, <laughs> and stuff. So yep, just working on that and gonna soon start recording and getting that done and out to the people. Awesome. Hell yeah, if your show comes out this summer, we'll be there. Yeah, we're coming down. The yes, boys, please. Boys are making a trip. Hit me up if you're ever in town to a party. Absolutely. That would be a blast. Absolutely. We'll, oh. we'll bring the party. We'll bring the Hoosiers. Yeah, we'll bring the, the Hoosiers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hoosiers can party, so. Holy shit, can they? Yeah, not wrong. Not all we get at. What's always do? You think Ten Roof's fun? Come down to Nash Vegas with Rachel Horder. We'll show you for a time. Oh yeah. <laughs> ten, ten roof on a ten roof on a JV version of Nashville. Oh, it's not even in the. It's not even in the we scene. Have a, we have a couple Ten Roofs here too. Oh, no way. Yeah, it's like a big... Uh... Okay, I'm sorry. Ten Roof Indy is a JV version yeah. of Nashville. We always end the episodes with the last question for everyone right here. From a musician standpoint, what does bent mean to you? I love that. Bent means to me, in a musician's world, where everyone's competing with each other and wanting to achieve the same thing, just believing in yourself, in your journey, and being laser focused on your goal and that path and going down it, not letting the negative uh, vibes or the what ifs get to you and just going for it and, and getting there because you can do it. That's wonderful. It's a great answer. Perfect. Yeah. You say bent and I imagine like your spine just goes like this or something. Oh, you're not wrong. You're That's pretty, pretty much what it is. Yeah. It's just, I look wow. really. I look really good in sweatshirts. So I always wear it in the cold, but like you couldn't tell with that with the sweatshirt on. But off, oh, like, well, what the what is that? Wow, well, that's something very unique about you, then. That's yeah, yeah. So, hence the name of the podcast. That, that boy, boy Bent. Yeah. But no, that was a really great answer for Bent. I'm glad that, that you can relate that to a musician standpoint and career. Yeah. Thank you. Hell yeah. Bent's like a swagger. I mean, you gotta like to be Bent. 
Uh, you oh, be, oh, yeah, exactly. You got to be. Like, <laughs> hey, this, this is the first one that girl bent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That girl oh, bent. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I love that. I need to find a bad girl. It's been very hard to find one. They're all straight. There's got to be know. one out there that's bent for you. For they're sure. all. They're all. That's funny. It sounds like you said there. It sounds like there's one that's meant for you, but you're like that. There's one that's bent for you out there. <laughs> Dude, <this laughs> yes, ma'am. Hell yeah. There's a girl that's bent for you, bro. <laughs> that's a girl. That's the best. Uh, wish everybody. There's a girl. That's a girl that's bent for you. <laughs> what would we do without you, Rachel? You're just giving us all the gold nuggets. Fuck you yeah. Know? I'm here for you anytime. We appreciate it, Rachel. Uh, you can follow her at Rachel Horter on Twitter and Instagram. Check her stuff on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube. And yeah, her, her, her most recent is, is, is Fire. You still have your most recent uh, single out right now? Uh, yeah, that's like, yep, the most recent one. I okay, saying. cool. That's Fire is literally Fire. Check that out. Her EP, Lucky, is still available. And she's got some more stuff in the words that might be performing this summer in Nashville. Anything else? that you got to share anything that we missed no i don't think so no. i think we covered it all you've got your own website right rachel hoarder is it rachelhorder.com or yeah perfect cool yeah. oh yeah thank you for for your time yeah, yeah. And for coming on thank you guys it was Enjoy. great to to meet y'all and see you again i'm glad you enjoyed old red and everything too absolutely yeah hopefully i can come back sometime where i don't have to like you know stay at the table like you can actually move <laughs> yeah don't feel like a prisoner will be open and it'll be a party but. exactly exactly Absolutely. definitely ready to come back we've already talked about that so we're Good. definitely coming back and we have our friends out here actually the boys oh, so are we getting kicked out no we're good oh, yeah, fucking microphone so, so, yo this thing is so bad it's like it's cheap but worse it's like this hey i'm sorry god damn it <laughs> i hate this microphone yes i hate this microphone so much thank you guys so much and thanks for having me as your first lady on here oh uh, yeah you killed it we appreciate you appreciate y'all all right you guys have a great weekend yeah, yeah, you too. You as well. Enjoy. Thank you. All right, we got a bonus episode right here, a bonus guest. We got Jack Shane out west, the former IUPUI Jaguar. Like, this is an IUPUI episode right here. So, Jack West, man, first of all, thank you for coming on. Of course, yeah, no problem. What the fuck, dude? If you drop a thing, we were talking about the show. So, the, the interview like, was ruined the interview. With, the like, interview with mind. Rachel Horder, I, this microphone fell three times. It didn't even fall like one time without the fucking introduction. The worst part about it was, bro, she, I don't think knew half the time what was going on because she kept talking. Yeah. And you're down here fucking paddy whacking. Oh, kept fucking here. falling down. Look at this. It's going to fall here soon, probably. Of course, now it doesn't. But yeah, you were just down there and she, I, I look up at the screen and she's talking and I'm like, you're down there with your head down by your ass. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, thinking, like what the fuck is going on? It's just fucking bullshit. Best Buy, Mike. But uh, Jack, you're used to oh, jerking off. Fucking get used to it. It's not a flashlight. It's different. Anyway, Jack West is now an IUPUI legend. There's not many legends here at IUPUI besides George Hill, Jeff Vibbert. Some Likewise. people say me, but I won't say it. Now we know Jack. The the, the, the Mount Rushmore of IUPUI. Oh, Hell yeah! So Jack West, he went viral today. Is uh, January 29th, Friday. He went viral on the 28th. Because he tweeted, just took out a second mortgage on my parents' house while they were at work to buy more money AMC and money GME. Let's go. So that tweet, first of all, 
I mean, it's like a, it's not be obvious. Like, what kind of a kid would do that? First of all, everything I post on Twitter is a joke. Like, yeah. I understand that if you if you like her, if you if you look on my account, this is the first thing you see. You might think it's serious. I don't know why, but she did. But if you just do a little bit of research, like scroll once down, you'd be like, okay, everything this guy posts is fucking stupid. It's not real. She didn't. So like, I, I don't know. She saw it. And the funniest thing too is when she messaged me, it had like seven likes. So she found it because the, the stock tickers are blue. So they're like hashtags. So she found it through through that. Yeah, so Mary Kay Jacob from the New York Post, she DM'd Jack. Hey, Jack, my name's Mary. I cover real estate in New York. I saw that you tweeted that you were taking out a mortgage on your parents' house. <laughs> I just want to see you want to reach out. And if you did, what's your reasoning? Blah, blah, blah. How do you feel about it? Like, And then Jack just like, no, I'm sure you, I'll pull up the article here for the video version. But uh, pretty she much, no, she's full time. She's, yeah, she's full. I'll and, pull up the tweets or the uh, conversation just in case as well. Yeah. But so, so this article, well, what did you what did you say to this girl that made her look even more dumb? Uh, okay, so she messaged me, you know, she hits me up, asked me that initial question. Um, I was working, I was just chilling. Um, <laughs> I was working, I was just chilling. I saw that message and I kind of looked at it for a second. I was like, I don't know if this is actually going to amount to anything, but I like fucking with people, so I'm just going to do it. Um, and so I was just like kind of dragging her, dragging her along saying a story not like basically not making it obvious that i was lying I, I feel like i'm kind of decent at that so i just kept going on and on she didn't question anything i said at all everything i said she just put like took for face value and was like yeah okay this is fine um yeah she asked me about the, the funniest thing is is that within 20 minutes since she asked me she's like hey how did you actually take a mortgage out and so i sat there i left the message sit for like an hour and i'm like I got caught, you know, I'm fucked, whatever. And then I thought, I'll just lie. I'll make up a really absurd lie and just see if she believes it. And I told her that I got the mortgage through a small mortgage home company in Valpo and in, in the city that I'm from. Uh, <laughs> and uh, did it through Zoom with the camera off pretending to be my dad. I said that the people who own the company, it's a small business. So everyone knows each other in the area. I just said I was my dad and he believed me and I got the money within three days. That's what I told her. And she wrote down that I got the money within one day, which is why you'll see a lot of people be like, why did she like, like, that's not even true, whatever. It's like, no, she, she, she did kind of fabricate a few things in the actual story. She, yeah. like, I was reading it. I'm like, yeah, I never said like some of this stuff, but it's well, the that's, that's just all the blue check marks for you. I mean, yeah, exactly. by the way, I mean, I mean, this, this GameStop photo is phenomenal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I saw the, the, the so, dude, from, uh, the dude from Hunter Thieves, the intern. So he, he originally, or sorry, she originally asked me for a photo of my family. And I was like, mm, if this actually gets big, which once again, I didn't think that this was going to go to where it ended up being. Uh, she asked me for a photo of my family and I didn't want to. And like, I didn't know how to like bend that truth to be like, I don't want to show you a photo of my family. So yeah. I, I just lied. And I was like, ah, you know, my family's kind of broken up, if you know what I mean. And she's like, oh, that's fine. Can I just get a photo of yourself? And so I gave her that one. Uh, and she made like the GameStop. I didn't give her like the GameStop. Photo. Oh, she made it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. If you look at like New York Post articles, they all look like that, like terribly photoshopped, like mm -hmm. color shading in the back of it. Uh, yeah. Everyone thinks that I made that photo and sent it to her, but I didn't. She made that. Yeah, it's, a, it's a horrible photo. That's why I thought you made it. <laughs> but the, the funniest thing too is she originally came to me talking about how this whole thing was about interviewing investors who are paying attention to Wall Street bets and. Yeah. Uh, just like what their experience is with it. 
I didn't realize I was going to be the fucking poster, like the poster boy of <laughs> the article and be put at the very top and be put on the front or the page six, which is like <laughs> one of the popular pages on New York Post. And then be their top fucking article on for the entire week. Like I had no idea none that shit was gonna happen. It's like you know how cops are like trying to pull people over at the end of the month to get their reps in. It's like I publishers are at the end of the month to get their stories in. Find someone on the internet, fuck it, tweet it, boom. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. And also, like once again, you gotta take in consideration this is a tabloid that has controversy every single month for posting some stupid story that yeah. doesn't answer that they lied about. So like this is nothing new for them. It's just yeah. the fact that the entire story is fake instead of just a part of it. Now, was her Twitter private when she DM'd you? Was she public? She was public. Unfortunately, so she her, went I, private after that. Her, her, she changed to private after that. Yeah, she got she got a lot of shit, a lot of flack for it. Which, yeah. to be honest, I do feel a little bit bad. That's kind of no. You shouldn't. You're an IP watch, <laughs> You've been you've been through too much. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but there is there is honestly a little part of me. She was nice. She was a good reporter, or not a good reporter, but she was a nice reporter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was gonna fact check. Like I'm, not, I'm gonna be honest. You didn't fact no, check. I, I'm. You're, like, you're nailing the die. Yeah, I do. I do. I did more fucking like fact checking in my ninth grade English class than she did. So like, I don't understand how. It's really not that hard. Like, it's I, not. But the funniest thing about it is that Fox News picks up on it within like 30 minutes of the story going out. The Daily Caller picks up on it. Fox News has like 20 million followers on Twitter. I just threw it out there. Yeah. Like. It's unbelievable. Is just reading this. Yeah, it's... Uh, God. It's funny. <laughs> That's the amazing story. I had did that. Everyone needs to hear that. That's, I got to support all the IPY Jaguars who are doing big things like us. <laughs> you don't see a lot of them. You, no, you don't. It's uh, one in a million. Probably the school's fault, to be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. But... You, it's, it's, it's incredible. It really is, man. That's just mind-boggling. I'm speechless. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Well, really funny thing about it, too, is that, like, I've been getting interviews out the ass this, this entire day. Um, oh, yeah. I'm glad, we made, I'm glad we made the cut. Yeah, yeah. The best part about it. Well, the thing is that I'd say seven out of, like, the 10 or 12 that hit me up still thought that it was real, like, even today. So I got hit up by someone from ABC News, uh, who wanted me to, or, I'm sorry, Fox News, who wanted me to go on something called America's Report. I don't know. They wanted it to be, like, a live thing, like, on TV. And so she calls me, we talk for a bit, and she gets my whole understanding of my feeling on this entire um, GameStop, AMC, stock market shit. And then she's like, so why did you put 70K, like, what was your thought? Why would you put 70K of your parents' mortgage into, into stocks? And I was like, I didn't do that. Like, I thought you knew that. Oh, and so right God. then and there, she's like, yeah, we're not going to do the interview anymore. <laughs> right. Which kind of oh. There's a part of me that kind of wanted to keep it going and just be like, yeah, I did it. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Probably shouldn't. <laughs> Jack West, that's an incredible story. You're an IEPUI legend. But uh, we're about to get kicked out of here at our own alumni First school. Notice, yeah. yeah, yeah. We appreciate you. Ayush. Ayush. Shout, shout out Ayush. Do they, yeah. do, they know, do they know which legends are in this house right now? I don't understand. You know, that's the thing, bro. They don't care who you are. They don't care about your tuition. Unless you're in Bloomington, they don't care. Or Kelly. Exactly. Damn, that's the truth. Hey. I graduated from the Kelly uh, Hallway business. I love that place. Man. Kelly Hall School Hallway, baby. <laughs> love that place. Fuck yeah. All right, j- jashing it out, Wes. We appreciate you, bro. All right, thanks for having me on. Yes, sir, man, my guy. Go okay. Jack. There it is. <laughs> right. See, ya. See you, bro. Hey, is that boy bent?